The NHL is going to recommend expanding, not for next year, but for the year after. They are going to add another team, go up to 31 teams in the league. But that's right, one, 31, not 32. The reports we're hearing are that the NHL is going to recommend expanding to Las Vegas, Nevada. But this means that Quebec City, which, boy, it seemed like they were positioning themselves and pushing really hard, and and you would think in a reasonably decent situation to be included in this growth, well, they're being told, you know what, thanks for for your interest, but um, never mind, not interested. So just to clarify, they were interested in an NHL team. They built an NHL-style arena in hopes or expectation of getting a team, and then the league said, yeah, never mind. Sound like any other city you know? Yeah, we've heard it a few times here. Glenn Hodgson is a senior vice president and chief economist with the Conference Board of Canada. He has written and spoken about this Canadian NHL situation extensively. He joins me now. Glenn, thanks for doing this tonight. Scott, it's really nice to be with you. Uh, Are you at all surprised when you see this report and Quebec City is not included? Well, I'm not surprised simply because the NHL uh, runs its own business model. Um, They... Uh, they may not be the most client-sensitive sports <laughs> league in the world. Uh, things like Gary Bettman going to Calgary in the middle of a recession to talk up uh, the taxpayer paying for a hockey rink is very NHL behavior, as was the expansion in the Sun Belt, where people really aren't dying for the chance to go to a hockey game. But you're absolutely right. Your opening was absolutely right. Quebec City has done everything they could to get ready for a team, and now they have to wait at least another year or two. At, well, at least. At least, and with their fingers crossed and their toes crossed and everything else crossed, I would think. Yes, and, and, and with stories about uh, teams in Carolina bleeding red ink, and, you know, uh, I'm an Ottawa fan. I live in Ottawa. I saw a few Senators games against the Hurricanes this year where the lower bowl was basically empty in Carolina. So there's a team that's probably operating underwater with sports in the league. Florida seems to be turning it around, but they were the same for a long time. Quebec City would sell out for the first five years, almost guaranteed, the way Winnipeg is. So there's no disputing the passion for hockey in Quebec City. This, though, sounds very familiar to those of us in Hamilton, again, for the reasons I set off the top. And since we built Cops Coliseum, now first Ontario Centre back in the 80s, Hamilton has been used on numerous occasions as the fulcrum for negotiations. Any team that's having trouble getting an arena built or finding ownership or something just says, hey, we'll move to Hamilton. Look, they've got a rink. They're ready to go. And... How many times have we seemingly almost had a team and then the deal gets worked out because of that pressure? Is that not what Quebec City is going to become yeah, now? That's, that's a real danger. Is that they'll be used as the foil as the league negotiates with somebody else for a higher expansion fee. Um, and I have, I, I, having been to Vegas a few times, I have a really hard time seeing a team succeeding in Vegas over the long term. I mean, it's not a natural hockey market. It's also not a rich city. When you go to Vegas, most people go and sail on the Strip and get mesmerized by the dancing fountains and all that. <laughs> but if you get to go two blocks away in Vegas, and it's a very poor city, there's a lot of people there working for basically minimum wage plus, plus tips. Henderson, the suburb in the southeast, is a little bit more affluent, but it's not a rich city. It's a very transient population. And I really have a hard time imagining folks that go there to gamble wanting to go to, 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 go to a lot of hockey games as well. Well, that's kind of the thing I was wondering is... It, 
I, I would guess that, Glenn, if you or I or whoever is coming down from Canada for a weekend to go to Vegas and go to a show and, and do some gambling, that probably low down on our priority list is doing something that we could do back here at home. Um, certainly the case. Now, I, I must admit, Scott, I've gone to, to Phoenix, and I, I've seen the Coyotes play there against whoever was in town. But you could walk up and get a ticket often at a, at a discount. And in Vegas, of course, there's so many options there. People go there to see three, four shows as well as uh, to lose some money at the gambling table. That's right. But Phoenix, it would be a destination perhaps to go to a hockey game. Vegas, you're right. There's just so many other options. Why, why would you go to a hockey game? No, absolutely. Even though it's a bright new building being built on the Strip, um, it'll be sort of right along. I think it's right beside um, one of the hotels not far from the airport. Um, so they'll have a good facility. But there isn't really a burning passion in a city like Las Vegas for NHL hockey. So if this report is accurate, and there are many reports, so I'm assuming that probably where there's this much smoke, there is fire. Why is Las Vegas an attractive destination for the National Hockey League? Well, fundamentally, it'll be about a rich owner with a very deep pocket stepping up and being prepared to pay an expansion fee of $500 million U.S. dollars, which is probably double or even triple. It's triple what the Jets what the owners of the Jets paid to get the team from Atlanta. So um, the league has dollar signs in their eyes because they have a a wealthy individual prepared to make a bet on NHL hockey, and they're going to take his money. You have written, uh, and uh, with your partner, um, you have written about this a number of times, about the criteria, the things that would make hockey successful in certain markets, or and maybe not even just hockey, but but sports in general, professional sports. Pro sports. What... When you go down some of those items on the checklist, Las Vegas, again, uh, maybe I'm just being pessimistic, but it seems to me, yeah, they'll take their their money for the uh, expansion fee, but it seems like they don't have many of the things to check off. So this is a team kind of like Phoenix in a sense that is destined to be in trouble pretty soon. Yeah, it, it starts with the size of the market and then the passion for the sport in the market. Las Vegas has a big enough population base but no evidence whatsoever that there's a burning passion for, for hockey. I mean, the, the college uh, basketball team's done well there historically, but it all starts with people actually care about the sport, which is why teams in Phoenix and Carolina and Florida have suffered for most of the last uh, 15 years. There isn't a culture of hockey the, the way there would be in Quebec City. Why then do you think Quebec City has been bypassed? I mean, there, there are a number of options. Is it entirely that the NHL wants to have a soft landing place if a team gets into trouble and they've got that in Quebec? Is it that the NHL likes having that team that can put pressure on other owners or that building? Or is it that, you know what, our dollar isn't as great as it once was, the ownership in Quebec is a little sketchy in some people's eyes? Why would they not get a team? Well, the factors you point to are, are, are very valid. It's great to have a card in your back pocket if you have to play, if you have to move a, a franchise from Carolina or even from, from Brooklyn, where they did better in the playoffs, of course, but they didn't sell out the building at all this year. I, I think you start with the exchange rate, with the fact that the 500 million U.S. is close to 700 million Canadian. And even if you're Quebec Corps, that's a lot of cash to lay out when the purchase price for the Jets was less than 200. Um, then there's a the question of the exchange rate on an ongoing basis. When the dollar was at when our dollar was at par with the U.S. dollar, um, Canadian teams could compete in free agent markets, could spend to the cap. But you add 25 percent, because that's the nominal cost of a, lo- a lower value dollar, and suddenly breaking even even becomes a challenge. I mean, teams like uh, here in Winnipeg, uh, here here in Ottawa, 
the, the senators have to be really careful about their budget. They become a budget team where they can't afford to spend to the cap. Plus the fact that there's an imbalance between East and West now in the NHL. More, more teams in the East. Um, imagine adding one more in the East and having three fewer in the West. So a whole variety of factors. But I, I do think the exchange rate uh, is a fundamental driver. And Gary Bettman came out and said about three weeks ago that the league will probably be $200 million short of his overall revenues because of the exchange rate. And therefore, the salary cap will be impaired and the players are going to have to bear part of that. I will say, uh, this is the first time, and maybe there's another time, maybe you can correct me, um, but Glenn, this is the first time that I can ever remember serious talks about an expansion situation in the NHL, and Hamilton or Southern Ontario has not been mentioned in this. Yeah, and, and, and for me, uh, Las Vegas came out of, the, out of the blue as well. I thought a, a more likely um, candidate would have been a place like Seattle, which is a fairly affluent city. Um, but, of course, it's also a market where they have pro football team, baseball team, soccer team doing very well. And no well, owner. And, and no owner. And, in fact, probably not, a, not an adequate building either. So if the NHL now goes to, as we expect, they will announce Las Vegas and go up to 31 teams. And then if Quebec, or as you say, I think Seattle, I, I, I mean, I honestly believe you just hit the nail on the head. I honestly believe the reason Quebec is left out of this is because they are dearly hoping that someone is going to come along in Seattle and eventually want a team, and there's number 32. But uh, even So whether it's Seattle or whether it's Quebec, there's no pro league in North America that has more than 32 teams. Would this mean that then, in your mind, there is never a chance, essentially, that another team is going to land in southern Ontario? Well, never is a long time. Agreed. But, but you're right. We're reaching a saturation point in terms of markets that are big enough um, and how the league actually functions. So you, you start reaching a point where a Hamilton sports fan would have to really have a lot of faith uh, if it's ever going to be a team in, uh, in, in your building. Well, not only that, but you just touched on the money, too, that if it's $500 million for expansion this time, who knows, it's maybe $600 million next time, plus exchange rate, plus fixing up or building a new building, plus paying the move, plus paying the first year of player salaries, and then after that. I mean, you could be talking about a billion-dollar-plus investment for an NHL team. And i got to tell you, around here, even though people say, you know, you're drawing from Toronto and drawing from all these rich places in southern Ontario, I a billion-dollar layout, I'm not sure you ever make that back. That's a huge amount of money. You know, m- m- maybe when Jim Belsilly was flush with cash a few years ago, mm. that was the opportunity um, but there are, I mean, we, we know that there are some fairly affluent people in the southern Ontario area and in Toronto and Hamilton as well. But that's a lot of cash to lay out, particularly when franchises have sold for around $200 million even in the last few years. So that's a huge, huge uh, premium to pay to get a franchise and, and then all the other costs that you, you just laid out. And Glenn, that is, and I, we only have a minute or so left here, but that is why I'm so shocked in a sense that they didn't or doesn't, don't sound like they're taking Quebec City in this time because if a team runs into trouble, as you've said, and Quebec is the landing spot, the NHL, Quebec has lots of money. They're willing to pay yep. a, 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 an expansion fee which would be divided among all the NHL owners. If a team is sold directly to Quebec City for, let's say, $300 million, the other NHL owners get nothing out of that. It only goes to the owner of the team. It seems like the NHL has shown, if nothing else, they are more than happy to take money from owners willing to spend expansion fees. This seems like a, 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 it doesn't make sense to me why they wouldn't want this. You, 
set out the entire case for expansion in pro sports. It is a chance to make 20 or $30 million for doing nothing as an existing order. Now, no, it won't be 30. Of course, you take 500 divided by 30-something franchises. But it's a chance to make money for nothing as opposed to moving a franchise where there's no gains for the other owners, except perhaps that they don't have to provide a subsidy quietly uh, under the table, right. as, as, as done in Atlanta, for example. It is uh, it is very interesting. I'm uh, I mean the other side, and we'll, we maybe we we'll talk about this another time if we can get you back on. But I mean, you look at how the NHL even to this day is still propped up largely by Canadian franchises, and if the Canadian dollar ever suffers again, uh, it wasn't that long ago that Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, uh, who else were all in some sort of financial trouble because the dollar was so low. Man, I, I don't like the look of this league if the dollar were ever to go back down to 65 cents again. Well, that on top of the Bettman strategy to go south, which, which clearly has not worked. The Sunbelt strategy hasn't worked. Glenn Hodgson from the Conference Board of Canada. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this tonight. That was fun, Scott.